0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening wherever you are. Hope you guys are well. It's Leon Main here, your favourite carpenter slash writer producer. Um, here to bring you another episode of The Circle. So I'm currently without my partner in crime, but don't worry, she'll be back next week for our intros. So this is Audio August. As part of Audio August, every Sunday we will be delivering the last final stretch of our insta sessions i know you guys have been waiting for that new season so this is the last stretch if you've been following us on instagram you'll see that we've been recording a brand new season of the circle with some great new guests really can't wait to reveal who we've got this time around and if you haven't been following us on insta where have you been make sure you follow step inside the circle that is step inside the circle and we have a brand new partnership with soho works which means we're now going to do ads which means we finally made it apparently so this episode features a queer talking to Luty Fagbenle. Luti is the co-founder of Luti Media. He has done an insane amount of music videos with the likes of Beyonce, Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg, One Direction, Olly Murs, Drake, the list goes on. He's also in television as well, working with Oti Fagbenle, his brother on Max for Channel 4 and Hulu. He also produced High Life on Channel 4, which. Came out a bit after we had this episode, and he's also working on a new series of Blue Therapy for television. So he's a busy, busy guy. So it's a great conversation between the two, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Just to let you guys know, there are a couple of random audio issues, a bit of lagging on um, Luti's side. As you guys know, when we do do instant live stories, we're not in the studio, so you might have some lagging every now and again. But it still sounds good. The first five minutes are a bit techie, but after that's pretty cool. Please do check out for the announcement of the new season. It will be in September, and we'll be giving you guys the date very, very shortly. But for now, enjoy the first of the four episodes of Audio August.
1: How you doing, sir? Very good, very good. Um, uh, certain certain African parents aren't really too fond of the old extended hair dreadlock situation. How do you have you allowed? past this.
2: <laughs> I, I definitely have uh, some of the more liberal parents. My mom is a okay. short, hippie from the sixties, and my Fair dad's enough. Nigerian, but he is uh, very embracing to all the colourful characters. That are his progeny? So yeah, that was mine. I get the odd from one auntie <laughs> maybe, but uh, do, you, yeah, exactly. do you
1: go back? Do you go to Nigeria regularly? Have you? Do you, do you go a lot? Not
2: regularly. Um, I didn't actually. I, I, I spent some time living there when I was very young and then I didn't okay. really go back to that until it was business like in my sort of early 20s. And then since then, yeah, I go every, every year or two um, for family or for business stuff. Yeah,
1: mm. it's amazing. How much does Nigeria play into who you are, your background, your upbringing?
2: I'm half Nigerian. Growing up black or mixed-raced, as we used to call it, uh, that's the question you get asked, like where are you from? Uh, yeah. and, it's, and it's like, what do you mean, like, what ends? Is it? <laughs> I'm from South <Yeah>. Korea. <laughs> or yeah. I'm Nigerian. I always, like, think of being mixed race or being half English third in the list of, of, of things. At the same time, growing in primary school, I was one of those kids who was, like, ashamed of being African. Like, it was a thing. Well, yeah. I changed my name at some point. I had to go and change it back. Once mm. I realized i have been hit with the the racist stupid stick, that yeah. uh, white superiority complex, or got fucked up, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Nigerian. Yeah, it plays a huge part. A lot of the time, that I work with is Nigerian, but but yeah. At the same time, I'm very much, you know, ot says he's a Londoner first and foremost, and I think that's that. That probably sums up my identity better than Nigerian. You know, London's yeah. like the first place, multicultural, liberal, progressive, creative. I'm a Londoner. Mm. if You want to describe me really.
1: I hear that. I I think well, us. There's a generation of us who've born that have really had to struggle with the. African identity and the British identity and being proud of it. I definitely mm-hmm. renamed myself Anna in my primary school days because I couldn't mm-hmm. take my Ghanaian name. Mm-hmm. And it comes to a certain point we're like, yeah, I understand. I'm glad my mum gave me the African name that and I can I've, carry I've, for. I've
2: named my kids Olatiju, or
1: huh? You and see? <laughs> so, so, yeah. look, so, so this is what, when I looked at your Wikipedia page, so I'm going to go through that, some of that. Okay. I would, listen, watch me now act like the most English person ever. Okay, so your name is Olatiju. Mobolaji, Fagbenle. Yes, yes. You know, I <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty though, what, what you They're pretty good. job. I, I mean, mean I sh- sh- Mobolaji, Fagbenle. Yeah,
2: you said it much even better. Even I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. So to be honest.
1: But you said it. You said it, you I
2: said I it, said it better
1: said. than me. You put all the inflections in. That was much better than me. I was very English with my pronunciation. <laughs> my,
2: my son is Akintayo, and we call him Tayo. But yeah, that's tayo. fair. His name is Tayo. Like oh, so I have to correct myself sometimes Even with my own kids like.
1: So you mentioned Brother Oti I mean, I mean, you come from a very talented family All your siblings How many of them, there's ones that yeah. I know
2: So there's, there's 12 of us I, I went like okay. this, our fingers
1: <laughs> there's, there's
2: 12 Yeah, and then they're, they're all pretty phenomenal individuals. Very, very, very talented. I work with a number of them as well. We've got yeah. a basketball player, lawyer, rapper, singer, poet, da-da-da-da, I mean, yeah.
1: So you the true British Wayans family, what, is, what was it like growing up with all this? Was it just like, I can imagine it's like music, playing, creative stage plays. What was it like growing up with this kind of energy? Because there's yeah. something in the water, the Fagbenle water.
2: Yeah, there's there's something in that Fagbenle sauce, man. It was incredible, really. Even though we came from five different models, we were all one unit. We were really into basketball, so that gave us a real competitive edge. Playing against each other all the time. And yeah, yeah. We into whatever, family, we do straights. Straights is like the number one game. That's getting up, performing. Yeah. And I started making shorts with um, OT and Dax. Like when I must have been like eight years old, nine years old, we didn't really VHS wow. camcorder and stuff doing that. My brother made beats, so I'd be in the studio and it'd be like weed smoke in the air, just be listening to beats. Like as a young wow. kid, absorbing the creativity. Um, that's my brother Shay aka Rockwell. is a music producer, super. Mm. Um, and he works on a lot of our TV shows, making music and so. You know, my mum was my super mom creative, creative as well. I was like she was an uh, illustrator and artist. Okay. My dad was a My
1: writer, was a writer, so, writer so. yeah. You said a very important thing, and it's not about the creativity, we'll get to the work in a second, but you did say you came from various mothers and you came together as a unit. That's really testament to a lot of people that can't do that stuff. People can't get on with their siblings. Parents don't know how to intermingle and get on. And that, I guess that's a great foundation for you being able to collaborate, because you work closely with OT, but closely with DAPS and Shay that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and that competition, healthy competition, but how do you shine in amongst 12 people, 12 kids that are creative and talented as well?
2: Boy, you got to go out and break out and find your own.
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: um, you know, I think the first time I really realized that OT was next level was when I started <laughs> high school in year seven. And I come to high school and it's like really scary. You know, you come from primary school as well and I'm extra small. And my brother OT was like, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He was like, oh wow, most cool, popular. The teachers loved him, the girls loved him, the dudes respected him. He was dope in the basketball, and I'm in his motherfucking shadow. He's like, alright, cool. I have, to, I have to work my ass to uh, live up to this or whatever, you know. So you just, you know, you got to do your own hustle to, you know, to 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 make yourself, you know, relevant and so on. And also, he's one of my mentors, so yeah, so he's you know giving me the baton, and, and giving me tools, and then I've been able to pass that on, you know. To the youngest, we're all kind of pulling each other up.
1: That's, I mean, that's lessons learned right now. That's lessons for everybody who's watching, like how to pull each other up. What? But you said you were making short films from the start, and you, your first, okay, your first venture into this world was music, right?
2: Yeah, I suppose. I keep on on tracking back my creative journey, like further and further back. The more people ask me, I studied it in like uh, sixth form, and then went straight to uni after one year. Mm. um and so i was just a video nerd geek and um yeah but my first entry really into the industry was lion king yeah wait, wait
1: so you were sim baby simba i was one of
2: the baby so sim- i was the second simba you know oh.
1: second-
2: i was an actor so did lion king did um a film with ashley waters did holly oaks
1: And um,
2: after all my acting stuff, after Hollyoaks, I was really like, yeah, I want to go back to, like, filmmaking. That's what I studied, Um, and and that's when I started Looting Media.
1: So so why did you decide to go behind the camera? Because obviously, and there's also, I was going to say rites of passage. It seems like every British black actor has definitely played young Nala or young Simba. Then they go into Doctors, Holby City, and Casualty. (laughs) It's like rites of passage places. So when you've done that, what was it that about being right. in front of the lights w- w- that you felt you like know, actually i want to get back to creating is, but
2: again it was that thing where, that, that um conflict with, with my, my brother ot not conflict with him mm. but conflict with like who do i want to be right yeah so ot he went to rada he studied how to be an actor
1: yeah and yeah audio
2: yeah getting paid stupid money as, an, as okay. a teenager right mm. and i was but my heart wasn't necessarily like it was fun, but my heart wasn't mm. really into it. Like this is my brother, he's like a trained thespian, but also there was no representation. Well, I say mm. no representation, Oaks tells me off because he starts coming up with all the examples of the black actors <laughs> who actually had to be back. As far as I was concerned, there was no representation. There was but one for you, black yeah. Actor yeah in yeah. each show. There was
1: Gus yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah.
2: there was me in, <laughs> there was me and Oli Oaks. It was just like one, 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 one. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And as far as I was concerned, I'd really hit the ceiling. because... Like, mm. I wasn't going to get paid that money anywhere else. There's no Black Billy Elliot, Harry Potter, or anything else. This is the interest. Was there even a thing, or Blue Story, or Dot Hoods, or any of this shit, really? Mm. Um, And so we couldn't really... I didn't really see myself being able to get higher than where I was. It was just like, okay, maybe I could get another soap. Yeah. And um, I was... Yeah, I'd studied it. I was always into it, like, technically. Um, And then I remember hearing a story about how Rich, the owner of... um, uh, Mersey TV was, and how he had a digi beta deck in his Bentley, and that was the coolest shit in the world to me. <laughs> that a man had a digi beta deck because I used to, you know, mess with these tape machines. And call Please it.
1: pause. What the hell is a digi to Please, what is this? Digi like, before.
2: Oh my god! Before the red camera, like all TV television shows were shot on digi beta. It was a format. It was like. Not high def. It was standard definition, but it was the def- It was digital standard definition. So Can I pause
1: you again? Can I pause you again? First of all, you're talking to me like I hold cameras. <laughs> Can you stop? You said a red camera. Before the red camera, I what's the red, red camera? camera. Oh, I, I mean, I've heard it, but I don't know it.
2: I, I ended up buying one of these machines. Right, the tape yeah. recorder costs thirty thousand pounds. That's, that's how much put- the machine costs. It just plays the tape. that records the tape. 30,000 okay. pounds, and this guy had it okay. just chilling inside his Bentley. So when he's driving to work, he'll be watching an episode of Hollyoaks, not on VHS, but on like DigiBeta.
1: Beta. Okay, I get and it. That,
2: that blew my mind, and I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. And I saw the way he, had, he bought a school and turned it into a film studio. I said, I want to do that.
1: Because this was like, what, 2006 kind of thing? Is that roughly when? Yeah,
2: or? Uh, yeah well, I, start, yeah, I started losing me year
1: 2006. But, yeah, yeah. So That's a time when it we were. Put, literally saying, it's kind of hard them days there. Like, yeah, see, I'd see, I knew that doubtful face was coming because you have literally just done it. But like, you're going to have to school us how you did it. How you had the balls to think that, yeah, I can do, I can get that digi beer in my Bentley tomorrow. Like, what was, what was your thought, th- thought process? I think
2: seeing it is believing it. Seeing it is believing it. For and one, sure. One of the things that happened, you know, I finished Hollyoaks, I still had my convertible, but the tax man was coming for me and I was kind of like searching. And um, anyway, I was dating this really pretty girl, and I went to pick her up from a video <laughs> shoot where she was modelling. And I mm. stepped on set, and uh, they were actually shooting a chamber video in ten rooms. And I seen a young black director and a young black producer shooting on sixteen mil films. and that blew my mind because yeah. there's digi tape, and then there's film, and film, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make movies on that, and it blew mm. my mind. Lorraine French and Ben Peters. And I was like, wow, what, who um, are you? Like, what, um, they explained to me that, all oh, they're making music videos and, blah, 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 and the stuff that they were shooting was really dope. And I kind of stayed on set and I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they said they, they weren't making much money from it. And I was like, are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You guys are doing a madness. We mean, not making money. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. Give us, you know, maybe they give us five grand, three grand, 10 grand. but you know, always cost more. And I was like, yeah, we're going to work that out. And so we did. And so my first showreel when i really really first started was just like their show i was like this is Luty media this director i found this director i found this director i found and i was like someone give me a job and i went out i got my cousin and another friend of mine that were both making music convinced them to make a music video with me and uh we started making music videos and, what was, your um, first, what was
1: yeah. the first one you made
2: oh uh, it's kind Can of hard to say the first music you ever made was northwest starring flex god dash um, oh my gosh!
1: Is that um, like a Channel U type video? Yeah,
2: yeah. Channel U. I worked at
1: Channel U. Channel U, U, U raised me. I, I'm, I'm a Channel this, U alumni. <laughs> this, and Channel U
2: again, same as believing. When Channel U, YouTube wasn't even a thing when I started. No, of it. course. So Channel of course. U was just like, wow, you could be. You know, it was there was MTV base, and you clearly sure, had sure. a record deal or something. Yeah, 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 a TV yeah. that was like yeah. being on Netflix. It was even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Channel U was <laughs> yeah. just like anyone could do it. And so, yeah. yeah, that was a big that was a big part of it. But we, we quickly went from that whole... I guess when I really, really started with the music videos, like, for proper, like, artists and labels and blah, 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 blah. Um, that was much later on. Some of the early videos I did was for, like, N-dubs and, mm. um, like, yeah, a lot of universal artists.
1: Miss Chicken Dynamite.
2: Miss Dynamite. Craig David. Yeah. Alexandra Burke. We did all the pop people, the Oli Murs the one and, directions then we went into hip-hop then we did afro beats we did dance
1: or just um, done it all
2: yeah
1: so how did you present yourself how did you come together and be like okay just even making it professional to the fact that people will look at you and believe in you and what you're saying
2: ted from the beats that's like um the streets manager when he came to the office and it's like why i say the office it's like a one-bedroom flat Mm. Um, and he's in the little basement of his flat and we're playing him like the videos that Ben has made and that we've made. And he's like, what, you, you directed that? Like we literally had to play them the tape and be like, yeah, that's, that's, that's us. But from the beginning, it was gas. Like I remember doing the first website and I basically <laughs> had like a map of the globe and would be like Looty Media who had offices in LA, offices in London, offices in, in Lagos. And they were just like addresses I paid $40 a month for them, or whatever it was. like. <laughs> We were global from the beginning. We were just like,
1: <laughs>
0: that you know, is wicked, though.
2: I feel like as a black filmmaker, you have to overcompensate and yes. be so legit, like, so just so look so correct.
1: Yeah, like, nobody,
2: can, nobody can question it really. Um, and yeah, I had to, you know, turn on the white voice a lot. You know, like, sorry to bother you. I had to, you know, I, I just even rent camera equipment. I remember calling companies up and the disdain,
1: they would just, from
2: immediately, as soon as I start speaking to them, they're like, noob, like
1: really? a line, basically. It's, it never fails to shock me when you, when you have those experiences where people actually telling you, nah, I'm based on what, because I speak a little bit different and all that stuff. And it is about having, because I mean, as much as you can gas it and pretend that you were global at that time or aspire to be global, it comes with the creative talent. So what were you seeing that was feeding your imagination at that time, that was feeding you to be like, okay, yeah, wanna rise above or I wanna run with these people, who was it? Or who were they?
2: Oh, it's interesting. Interesting question. I mean <clears throat> I didn't even know their names necessarily at the time, but sure. I grew up on M T V base. So sure. watching yeah. videos of Hype Williams, Benny Boom and mm. the man himself, Director X, who I ended mm. up working with and having yeah. a working relationship with um those 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 were kinda like my influences at the time. That's the stuff I wanted to make, the big shiny mm-hmm. music videos, cranes, you know, explosions, you name it. Yeah. Um and so yeah, me, yes, flex got that's in the building. Me yes, this that, and I like, was watching these videos like, wow. And so that's yeah. what I wanted to, to create. And so when we got to pitch on like UK videos, um, we were like, All right, we just pitched them like that American vibe. A
1: madness, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How did, then in doing that type of big level pitching, did you find that being in the UK was limiting? Because it's not many videos that broke through. The
2: fact that a record label was gonna give me £20,000 to make a music video was mind blowing. Because I'd made them on £20 before. Sure. So that enough was, was just like, it was just like so sick. And then the budgets got bigger, 20 and you do a 30 and you do a 40 and you do a 50 and now we're doing Hundreds of 1000s multi multi-million dollar projects. You know, so, the, the, I, I don't know. It's because of being such an outsider to the industry. One thing when you're an actor, right? And, you you know, you get mm. cast and it's someone else's company. You people, mm. they've, they've sorted everything, okay? Mm.
1: But another yeah. thing,
2: when you're, it's fucking it's your name, it's your company. You're really making a shit out of you don't know what. Yeah. That, you every victory, every job that came in, I remember shouting, fuck it. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh... Why in this bus in America? That was a that was a dream. And then you just
1: happy. Call.
2: It was Cesson, another Nigerian director. Yes, I know Sesan very like, well. Boom, Snoop and the Banshe, and we did that. And that was just like, okay, now we've connected all the continents. Yeah. America, Nigeria, England, and then eventually the U.S. commissioners. We would always bring the American directors to the U.K. like because. We, it was like a catch twenty two. How do you sign a director? All the good directors are signed to companies. But I found sure. the break of the catch twenty two was to find an American director who was signed to an American company, presumably because you know they don't, but they don't have a UK office. And then you could oh. sign them to the UK territory. So that was a thing. I would sign Rage. I would sign all these American directors and get them to work with UK artists. And soon enough, they gave us a chance to work with UK artists out in America. Um, so I, I think I was on set doing an Ollie Murs video with a UK director called Carly Kasum. And we're in LA, shoots going smooth, we've got motion controls, like a sixty, seventy thousand pound video. And um and they were like, Yeah, can you do a one direction? I was like, what? what? One direction. It's coming up soon. Can you do it? And so boom, they plugged us with one direction, another um uh, director from another production company and they asked us to be the US production company for like the they would they were the fucking Beatles. I don't know how big you think any of these new artists are, but these guys were yeah, Next level. Of course. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We we're just insane. We shot the video and then, yeah, it was, uh, the, it broke records for the most views in 24 hours. I remember we, we shot the video and uh we were in uh, like a secret location, but one well, one morning when they came into the set, paparazzi got on it and that photo went on the internet. And before you knew it, there was like a crowd outside. And they the oh, wow. You've got to shut down the video. I'm like, look, we've got a permit. It's a private property. I shut it down.
1: You're co- commandeering big contracts and working with big people. What was the video that that was it? If it was that one, or what was the moment where you like you were the most freest as a director or a creative, and it's like this is the peak who I have been envisioning myself to be? Have you got there? Oh, have you done that video yet?
2: That's an interesting question. You know, I just one, one more question. I'm I'm not really a director. I've had my show a
1: director. What? Before. Okay. Uh,
2: um, but yeah, as a producer. I don't know, there's just lots of little moments. I love being able to fill the gap, to, to, to yeah. break the Catch-22, where it's just like, but mm. like the typical one with the movie is like, okay, to get the money that you need to make the movie, you've got to have a star actor, right? And, mm. and an amazing script and director. Mm. To Get the star actor, amazing script and director, you've got to have the money. It's like, <laughs> where is it going? <laughs> yeah, 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 one yeah. To get the other. So finding the, the Catch-22s. I remember, I'll tell you ran a random go. I was on shooting a Craig David video, and um, we, we decided it was a smart idea to shoot at Craig David's house. He had like, this dope apartment in the Mondrian Hotel in Miami. And we're moving from one location to the Mondrian Hotel where he has his penthouse apartment. Mm. And the crew is like loading in the equipment, and Craig comes pulling in with his Lamborghini. boom, like that, and like mm. nearly fucking takes, like runs over the gaffer, mm. Rusty. And Rusty goes, Ah, motherfucker, what the fuck are you doing? Not realizing it's Craig David's like the client's fucking Lamborghini and he okay, the C-stand and goes to smash the fucking Ferrari. So everybody's freaking out, like, nah. And anyway, he goes inside of that fucking asshole. And Craig David's like, that motherfucker's not coming inside my house. Oh, and the gaffer's like, I'm not fucking shooting this video to the apologizers.
1: Oh no, them ones.
2: <laughs> so I I, I, uh, I basically I walked up to Craig David and I was like Craig he is so sorry he would like to apologize to you and I wow. walked up to Rusty and said Craig is so sorry he'd like to apologize to you and I walked away and the two of them kind of walked up to each other and I was like no no no
1: and it was just just a complete fucking lie two lies <laughs> because if that
2: gaffer walks the whole crew walks forget
1: about it you make it sound so easy, and I know that comes from upbringing, that comes from personality, that comes from character and all that type of stuff, but why do you think it was so... Not, obviously, there's been hard work and a graft, but why do you think it was you've been able to break through this narrative that we can't do it, or especially in the levels that you're, you've been working on? Uh,
2: several things. One, I was an extremist, extreme, extreme, oh. extreme workaholic. So it's mm. like now I talk back on it and 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 it has a I can have jest and all of that but yeah i didn't, I didn't sleep i didn't bathe i didn't I don't know where to i lived inside I literally lived inside the office, I literally mm. lived inside the office <laughs>
0: <for> years, <laughs> my bed was a
2: sofa, it wasn't even a mm. problem because I didn't sleep that much two hours mm. well, i grinded harder than than than, than sense, really. And luck, as my old basketball coach used to say, is like, you know, when preparation meets opportunity. So I put in that work and put in that work yeah. and put in that work. So when opportunities came, I'd be like, snatch them. I remember getting a call. Anyway, I start doing name dropping and started dropping. No, 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 no. Yeah, listen,
1: it's, it's, listen, listen. I'm going to say lot something. Of hard work. A you lot, have a worked...
2: A bit of luck. And also in terms of the okay. race thing, because I think obviously that's kind of like, I guess a the central theme of British blacklist. I think I was able to navigate a space between black and white. And okay. uh, I don't talk about it as much, but I think my mixed raceness and my middle class-ishness was very useful. Before the dreadlocks, I shot back in the mm. yeah? Yeah,
1: and yeah, I yeah. gave them
2: my evil voice and I gave them what they needed to hear. That I was going to give them that cool black thing that they want for their white yeah. artists. And deliver.
1: So I wanna kinda of segue into what kind of projects is there anyone that you would say no to based on what we're talking about in regards to okay, they're too much of a taking the piss out of black culture or is mm. it a blank card a blank card? You'll work with anyone of the checks right, mm. not not in a sellout way, but in a way like it's not about that. Um, and also you've got sorry, gone.
2: I don't know, you have to give me some example. I I, I who who is so extreme?
1: I mean, I, okay. I'm gonna challenge. I'm gonna Go trust you. You know, I would not. I actually, no, I say God, that now. I'm I you say challenge. that. I say it now comfortably from my own chair. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. have done a, anything with Iggy Azalea. I would not have. But That's what's me. It,
2: what's hilarious? What's hilarious, right? I got called <laughs> to do a video for Iggy Azalea, right? I had no yeah. idea who she was. She was this cool white rapper. She wasn't even mm. popping at the time. She was not mm. popping. She was not a thing. There was not a stigma. There was not cultural appropriation. Wasn't even the vocabulary. Honestly yeah, sure. speaking, it was not. And the concept she had was to do Clueless. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I, my job is to make the video, the music video. Mm. We, Clueless, you know the movie Clueless? There's like the whitest yeah, movie yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, made yeah. by Mr. White and Mrs. White. Like, so we, would, we did Clueless. We remade Clueless. Now this is black director, black production company, like making a pop video like spoofing a white movie, I, I I I I didn't even know I didn't know where to begin. What and then it yeah. blows up all over the world, and you get mm. billions and billions and billions of, of, of phones ringing. And black director is now working back in the pop game, like hundred percent. The director that they said, oh, he's a hip hop guy, R and B guy. Now he's clear. Mm.
0: Pop.
2: We're getting all the phone calls from the Biebers and the One Directions and the, all these. Pe- so that, that's saying- money. I, I, and also it's not even it's not even not money over like I didn't even see where the crime was in making yeah a, okay white people would pop video great for us we are that is fantastic
1: you and your brother created Max for Channel 4 mm. that's again for people that I speak to who are like I don't even I can't even get through the door I can't even get a cup of tea with anyone at, not even with the cleaner at Channel 4 how is it obviously because of the levels that you're at you can make those deals but how did that conversation happen and that you're making something for E4, sorry. Yeah, so yeah, so Max is our yeah.
2: first TV series, scripted TV series and it's going to be out on um, Channel 4 uh, this autumn uh, and Hulu is coming out July 28th, starring O.T. Benley. Anyway, and ask your And question. yourself, and yourself, and, and yourself. yourself. little cameo, little cameo. Little yeah, cameo. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that again was just like black people opening the door. And Ooh. the same way I've opened the door for countless filmmakers, a couple brothers opened the door for me. One of them was Junior, um, known as DJ Bluey. Um, okay. He used to run a production company. Anyway, he ended up working with me for for a little while. You got sick, and he was kind of getting back on his feet. And he came to work Ooh. at UT Media and was like, boom, I know this dude. I think his name was Isaac, was like at Channel 4. And he was going to open the door. Open the door. We met Isaac. And. This woman at Channel 4 called Charlotte, who's just a phenomenal lady, um, mm. been there forever and, and knew the system. And we kind of went in there like, yeah, we're Looting Media. We've done this, 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 mm. this, this mm. like the awards, the views, the da da da, 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 da We want to make TV series. We've got enough ideas. Da, da, da. And she was like, look, all right, you've got to meet the commissioners. Before you walk in there, you've got to change the script. Okay? What they're used okay. to is meeting someone. And she told me the format. She's yeah. like, you've got to say, I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm the head of production. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm head of development. And we you know are Looty Media. So that by the time I went in to go meet Commissioner, and then they put me on a mentoring network, very blessed to have Phil Clark, who's like head of comedy and head of drama, now mm. runs his own production company, become my mentor. So I got to meet with someone at Channel 4 every month. Okay. For a year. Once a month, I had a meeting. And I meet and they say, okay, so what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. well, I need to pitch. A- How do I get a TV show made? Oh, well, you've got to do this. And we do this, this thing called Blaps. I'm like, Blaps? And I was like, no, I want yeah. to a series. And they were like, oh, no, no mm. we've got to make this short first. And, but then and I realized, ah, so you've got to do this small little thing, develop a relationship Tester. with them. So mm-hmm. I've done multi-million pound show. They're not interested in mm-hmm. my big have a watch videos I've done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're only going to give you this. They're going to give you a script. They're going to give you a short. They're going to give you this tiny thing. Mm. And you do that. And you listen. And you play ball they're gonna give you another one. And I was fortunate enough to work with one of the most talented people in the world, OT. The black that we gave them was just sick. We, and we, we knew it, we went all in. So mm. we just went, when we got given a chance, that's the other thing. You get given that meeting, come correct, glue cologne, get there early, rehearse, <laughs> rehearse <laughs> meetings. Rehearse meetings, full script. Okay, you say this then, I'm gonna say this then. Yeah, jokes, yeah, yeah. rehearse jokes, everything. Like you, we know already, it's hard. to plan. It's clear, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's clear it's hard so you've got to try bloody hard so we went in there and yeah and did a madness and, and, and eventually and they passed on our paces, and we had to do the whole work of twice as hard thing we didn't get any they were very happy to receive us to be honest and sure. they gave us so much support Channel 4 is really a cavalier company in that regard they're very progressive when it comes to diversity honestly I've got a lot of respect for them obviously there's individuals within this system that can't help but have extra levels of anxieties or fears when they see us yeah but they're individuals mm-hmm. but as an organization i mean even from back in the day i remember growing up i was like oh it could be on channel four that was the channel i watched because i would every now and again i would see black people i'd see black people. Yeah. my first ever show was went on channel four it was just kind of obvious they're clearly into it um and they have to they put things in place to be into it and that was to someone like me who's a hustler
1: no. You so you obviously didn't feel any type of I am too big for this mentor shit. I know what I'm doing. Uh, no, it's exactly what I thought when they said I should be list.
2: be mentored.
1: Exactly <laughs> what you thought. So how did you overcome that? And what? How did you change your mind to say okay? Obviously, I've been doing this thing, but I need to humble myself and come back to basics because this is what they're asking. Because it's a lot to.
2: I just thought okay, I'll go and pretend I'm being mentored.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm meet but then you actually.
2: Girl. I'm going to, but I realised... It, it, for me it was just a relationship and, and to be honest like look this is their world mm. so, so to some extent we've got to make our own one but you also got to infiltrate so yeah get, getting to meet mm. with someone very senior at a television channel was just the biggest hookup ever and so i didn't necessarily see it as men touring it ended up yeah of course i was mentoring through it and i ended up doing business with this guy working with this guy I mean, mm. cause he, he ended up leaving channel 4 I got some commission, but i end up still working with him and mm. when i'm in some shit i call him up and mentors is something that is super important and yeah. all the super successful people i know have mentors and, mentors and mentors and mentors and mentors and mentors and when there isn't i mean yeah so so finding someone within your own community is amazing and and also if it happens to be someone that's from the like their that world then great
1: Okay, so we're going to play the movie game. So this is what we do. Basically, five titles, TV shows or films. I'll give you some clues from the words of the title. The first clue that I can give you is odd words from the title. The second clue I can give you is how many words are in the title. Third clue I can give you is one word to describe the thing. And the fourth clue is a description of one of the characters. And every clue you ask for, you lose points, obviously. Is it a black film? Made by, written by, starring... Has an all-black cast. Maybe it's, you know, it was their idea. So it's black adjacent or totally black. You ready? Everybody can help, but I just prefer you not to help. So, the word I'm going to give you from the title is so. (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm joking out here? Some people have got it on one word, for sure. Do you want your second clue, Liti? You look so confused. This
2: is not (laughs) serious. Is this a Denzel movie?
1: (laughs) Um, No, it's not. Okay. Do you want your second clue? yeah go on okay your second clue that is has it has three words in the title three words in the title no
2: no 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 come on i don't know if you've even played one of these games okay literally this came
1: from useful clues no no these clues are useful because i give you all the clues then you're going to get the answer i have to break it down everybody stop cussing and help luti get the answer oti where are you
2: write the answer um (laughs) Look, Black Panther is definitely two words, yeah? So I don't and know. And it has about no obvious. words.
1: And there's no So Black Panther in the words, in the title. <laughs> oh, So is one of the titles. It's
2: one of the is words one, in the one, title. One, sorry, one of the words in the title. Yay! Yeah. Oh, yes, That's easy then. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yes. How many films have got So in it?
1: I don't know. Um, it's TV or, TV or film. Do you want your third clue, fam? Hold, hold Do you them, want your them. third Close clue? Them. No, 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 no. Let's get your third clue in. Come All on. Right.
2: Go on, go on, go on, go on.
1: The third clue is premonition. This is great. I feel great. I'm going to win because uh, I, can't I can't believe that. I've worked with one of the writers. Worked with one people one have writers. given you the answer. The and a TV just...
2: show? What's...
0: People are just... My are giving me
2: the answer.
1: You're not reading the comments. No, I'm reading the
2: comments. I, I, I'm not saying...
1: That, that means you didn't even so. watch it. You didn't even watch the oh, thing. Oh,
2: that's so Raven.
1: Yeah, well done. Gee whiz. I've never watched that. Okay, so number two. I'll give you two words from the title. Of, the. They're not in the same order. It's just of and the are in the title. Silence of the Lambs? I don't know. That's a very good guess. However, no. Because who was the black person in Silence of the Lambs, please? Um, of the, of the, of the, of the... Google do you want... Me. Do you want the second clue? Yes, please. There are four words in the title. Brother has given you another clue which my, Leon is supposed to be my Cody, and he keeps dropping clues. That's Oh my god. Wow. The Dust? Daughters of the Dust? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That was it. I've never Julie heard Dash. of that. I'm so sure. Have you not? It's by, directed of by Jimmy Dash. It was the film that inspired Lemonade, Beyonce's Lemonade. Oh really? Yes. So number three, this is gonna be easy. Okay. <clears throat> very, very easy. Okay, so the word we're gonna give you is non. This is so simple. Non blondes. Three non blondes? Can... Oh, oh my god. I told Leon Leon, I told you. It's too damn easy. you know, not
2: hard you to get none of them.
1: No, I don't want any obviously I'm the games master. I don't want you to get any, but you got it on the I don't think anyone's got it on the first go. Number four. If you don't get this and you need to leave, um, the first the word I'm gonna give you is midnight
2: without looking at the computer, because I just want to Google it, it's right, <laughs>
1: it's right here. Midnight. Midnight. And no, not Miranda's, and that's Marauder's ex-Elana, that's a tribe called Quest. No, we're talking about a project that's either a TV show or a film. Midnight. Do you want the second clue, my love? You really should get yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. The second clue is there's three words in the title, and you need to get this, because I feel like you should be embarrassed that you don't get it. Midnight. There are three words in the title, Midnight, midnight. Is it a TV the... series? It's a film, actually. You should know. You should know. Do you want your third clue? Yeah, go on. Sport. I don't know this movie. Sport. You do. Sport. Midnight is in the title. Three words in the title. Sport. A sport. I know every Covenant
2: you... Sunday. I know. Bloody white men can't jump. I know. The sport movie come oh, on? What else do we made?
1: It's British.
2: Jesus. Oh, sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. I don't come to the movie night, the British Black movie nights. I basketball. Sorry. Basketball. Oh, I worked on this movie. No. <laughs> yes. No, there was the, there was a basketball. There was a hoop film in the UK. I worked on not street. Yes. Before. Midnight Madness. I Nike, made it. Midnight, like Midnight Madness. Madness. I made it. Yes. Oh <laughs> my god. I handed god.
1: that to you on a plate. Everybody, shame him. Shame him. Go and face the wall. Shame on you. He's done so. and I've done so much stuff. I've worked with Beyonce, you know. I can't remember what I did in the beginning. Wow. <laughs> i so, so uh, ashamed
2: and empty and heartless. But I didn't mention <laughs> that. That was actually my first project, which carried a Looty media name. My very first Oh Really? Project. Was
1: yeah, it? Yeah. Okay, final one. It's easy. The word I'm going to give you is man. Man. Um, mm-hmm. That's this a so easy movie. Inside man. No, inside it's not man. inside man. Uh uh-uh. Almost there. Do you want a second clue?
2: Yeah.
1: There are four words in the title. Is it
2: the best man Ex- holiday?
1: That's it. Have you seen I, it? At I least? did not
2: get it from reading
1: this year's <laughs> comment. That, <laughs> that, and Letitia, as well. <laughs> this was a very interesting. The thing is, madly, you're probably going to have a high score because you got one of them on the first go. This is insane. Oh, you get more points for that, yeah? <laughs> yeah, the okay, quick get good, it. Good. This is the time for you lot to ask all the questions. Get your questions out, get your questions out. Ask Lutie anything you like. He has the right to answer or not. So be tactical with your questions. Like, who's been the biggest artist that you've worked with that has made you feel the most like a little Lutie aspiring to be the man that he is today? Snoop. Really? Snoop,
2: Snoop. Snoop was the first album I ever bought. Mm. He, has, he has fly aura around him. Of, okay. like, as a Snoop fan, like he just, like everything yeah. he says, is just so sn- His lyrics. it's lyrics. Yeah, a, it's just lyrics. That's how that's smooth. That's been in the game. I remember getting the writer, and they said they wanted a trailer where he can smoke, and they put it in italics okay. So at least before, I think weed was legal in LA, so it was just like, okay, well, that's impossible. <laughs> so yeah, and yeah, yeah. Me and Snoop, that was that was. Um...
1: I mean, it's li- how do you stay grounded, China Doll says. Who said I'm grounded? I'm the best
2: i got three kids the other day oh, i woke wow. up i woke up in shit
1: no literal shit the
2: baby had so just, just pooped had, on had, you had, had emptied his nappy got inside it somehow
1: yeah that will ground you real quick <laughs> yeah the reality <laughs> yeah. so family keeps so do you do you guys how do you and your brother your successful family how do you look do you hold each other accountable or how do you check yourself so you're not coming home saying yes i am luti who are you small brother or sister Listen man, I I
2: struggle to keep up with them like mm. I mean even just if say even just my sister her accolades alone are ridiculous yeah. um uh yeah I don't know how do we stay grounded and stuff I don't, I don't know I mean we ain't we ain't celebrities inside the house we all mm. in fact you know I think you get more props in our family for just being like supportive or supportive yeah. and, and and so on so um it's funny actually like to see I think one of the most transformative ones has been Daps's rise because okay. he has gone from relative you know obscurity to just like fully embracing both his personality and also like this massive wave of success yeah. just in his stride so it's hilarious you know going out and you know everyone treating him like a celebrity and oh, he is a celebrity I mean OT is the same thing but in a way, ot has been kind of... It's been over, like, 15, 20 years. I don't know how long he's been acting. Wow. Yeah, That's his one. In three, four years, uh, he just... just became the motherfucking man. Just, like, yeah. a rap
1: star. Natural Babe Pro says, what advice would you give to yourself if you could see the 15-year-old you who, with the fire and passion, to do with, um, what you did?
2: Well, Natural Babe
1: Pro. <laughs> She's my girlfriend. I would tell him. Oh! When you,
2: when you meet that really girl, don't just do exactly what you were going to do. Uh, <laughs> um, what would I tell him? I would stay out yeah. way because actually at 15 years old, much like I was at 21 years old, I didn't know that I couldn't or shouldn't or that's not Ooh. how it's done. And not knowing that stuff has been incredibly helpful because okay. when you just have confidence and belief and that wild imagination of a 15-year-old, um, I think becoming a producer, for example, Mm. or any of these labels becoming even a successful producer or a music video producer or a TV producer is like one of these labels that once you do something or have enough success doing it, or once you make a living doing something, you actually put those labels or that box on you. Mm. And very quickly, you can start saying, oh, but I don't get to do those Rihanna videos, or I don't get to make the Netflix movie, or I don't get mm. to da da You start putting a bunch of unnecessary labels in yourself, whereas before... I could have the DigiBeta deck in the Bentley if you were watching mm. part one. So it we was just like that raw ambition.
1: Gabrielle Evate says, what other black stories realities are you interested in seeing portrayed on UK broadcast TV?
2: I'm really interested in making black stories and black narratives. And this is why we've sort of, moved a lot of my fo- I've moved a lot of my focus and the company's focus from like music videos sure. into scripted. And so we can have authorship and ownership Um, creatively and financially you know Mm. and so yeah i would love to reflect my my world of my experience of blackness or being diverse or whatever um Mm. which is knowing like just having the most awesome freaking culture and talented people that are killing it and uh i'd love to see that and i also want to tell the british nigerian
1: perspective it's all mad, really," says. "What's your main goal for Looting Media after companies accomplishing so much thus far?
2: I feel as though the thing that gives me the most satisfaction is um, helping other people become really successful. So using mm-hmm. Looting Media as a vehicle to do that, and sometimes I don't even see exactly how it's going to be. A lot of time, obviously, it's traditionally been directors, but that's what camera was supposed to do. But then mm-hmm. I've also seen like cinematographers or like production rental companies like pop off because of the work we've given them and so on. And oh, it wicked. could be it could even be a, I mean could even be a commissioner it could even be Hulu It could even be Channel 4 like to like to to help other people companies and individuals but obviously help people from my own community and people who own businesses from my own community mm. like big shout out to Anton. Anton runs Cinehouse and Skinny Scope and Cine Studios Cine everything. Black guy runs his own shit. He has his own brand of lenses. What? Wow. Okay. Badman absolute bad okay. and yeah and the second thing that uh is hugely rewarding is money <laughs> so this shit provides my kids it provides opportunities for other people it feeds my family my staff my other businesses other creative mm. pursuits so yeah definitely working on some even bigger projects because really we're still fighting for crumbs
1: yeah, yeah?
2: For sure. this this Netflix black panther movie why are we making black panther why don't we have our own television channels and platforms and s4 platforms so yeah i mean in terms of the ambition there's there's no at one point i put kind of like uh defined it as like oh yeah we want to do like that i want to be like pretty bird Mm -hmm. i want to be like london alley i want to be like this company or whatever now like no there's no there's no ceiling to what that ambition could be really Mm -hmm.
1: It's the process. And the process is basically taking an idea and having people shape the idea based mm-hmm. on the skills that they have. And just, it's just a bit of creative fun. So we okay. have started this story. It started with Sheila. Damson took it places. Papa Esiadu took it places. Naomi Aki set it up in some mad way. Where we are at now, it's a short film. It's a thriller. So it's set in Hackney. The lead is a woman called Chioma.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: she's just graduated. Her mum, mm-hmm. however, she's graduated and she's at restaurant with her brother, Leon. They're in a Nigerian restaurant, they're eating, they're chilling, they're celebrating her graduation. However, their mum, it's a sad day as well, because their mum has gone missing mysteriously, and we don't know where she is, the investigation is open. So just as, you know, they're getting into the dinner, Shoma goes outside, meets a friend, has a little chat, but in the corner of her eye, she sees that Leon starts to get into a car with some white man in a pinstripe suit. Who's Leon's brother? Her brother. Okay. Right. So in that process, she's like, what the hell? Why has my brother left me at the restaurant? We're supposed to pay the bill. She goes back into the restaurant, but Leon's still sitting there. So she's a bit confused. And he's like, what are you talking about? They're like, what's going on? They go outside. They see the man in the pinstripe suit and they see the Leon. And at that moment, the screen goes dark. Then Shoma wakes up in her room by herself. And there's a list and a red button on this list. There's a list of names. She has no clue what's going on. When she looks up, she sees her mirror has turned into a two-way window, and there's another Chioma mirroring everything that she's doing.
2: This is really weird, because I literally wrote this down, this, this idea down the other day.
1: And this Don't is how silly.
2: the collective consciousness works. I'm being serious. What? Wait, oh, where's my phone? I'm on my phone. Oh, I can't show you. <laughs> oh, Uncle, you can't um, show me. But, but anyway, carry on the story. Carry in the story. Okay,
1: okay, okay. okay, so basically, she's looking at another Chioma through this two-way window and they're both in the same position with the same list. And on this list is all the names of people that this Chioma knows. This is the backstory, because actually the story started with Chioma waking up in a warehouse next to a guy called Isaac, who's apparently dead, trying to escape and ending up with an ax to her head. So that's the ending. So the backstory is this, we've got to get to the end, help us.
2: We've gone so far into this crazy world. So at the end of the movie she's watched, she's got an ax.
1: She gets axed, and we don't know she if she gets, gets killed, but it just kind of ends, and that's how it ends. But the backstory where, where does is, she get axed? It just, she gets axed to the head.
2: Well, look, I'm a producer, so if we're in that location yes. already, she's getting axed right there in that room. Okay, we don't need no location moves, no extra oh. shoot days. Okay, we're going <laughs> to figure about this proactively and pragmatically. So
1: she gets why? axed in the room. Okay, yeah. but why? Because, because yeah, why, though? Because
2: have you got the budget? More, more, more... Well, you said a short film. So, yeah,
1: short films said, get budget.
2: I made short film. They don't get money. Okay, okay. Let's be real. Fair they enough. Don't fair, enough short fair Short films are not commercial enough. entities, right? They are. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, they, you ain't got the budget. It's a short film. Mum's making the sandwiches. Like, we know the deal. So, okay. she's getting axed in that. And also, time is money. And you guys already got a lot of plot and story in there. So, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to tell you what it is, right? Right. That happened in my dream. And maybe this is part of it. Which is, I had this dream and I said, what if the guy in the mirror... He's trapped in a mirror. And every okay. day when I get up and I walk towards the mirror, the guy in the mirror has got to wake up real quick, look like me, and do all my mirror actions. Oh. As, soon as I walk off, he's just in this solitude, in that mirror, just waiting for me to turn up so he can be animated okay. again. So, um, that's Bring the it back. First, that's Bringing it back first. to
1: Chioma. So, so to the other Chioma. person is, okay. So the other so the person, other person is... in the... it's a okay, It's sorry. Like someone who okay. looks like her. Now I'm asking. It's up to you, literally, this story has gone Cool. Places.
2: So the, to the other Shoma in the mirror is like, save me. And she's like, what? She's like, I've been able to break out of the doing the mirror thing. I'm trapped in here. You've got to save us, <laughs> okay?
1: So what's Shoma's next move? And what's the red button and what's the list?
2: Maybe the red button
1: is going freedom. So the next person that comes along has got to free, work out with her how she's going to free. Lucy, it's been fantastic. Thank you. Um... I don't think we got Thank into the you. half of the mind of yourself, but I must oh, say, wow. super inspirational. Um, Thank you, man.
2: It's a real pleasure Great things.
1: To be here. Yeah, man, it's just, it's just been good to have you. And, yeah, what's coming up next? So what you, you, you've got it's the big dreams of what actual project? When can, when's Max coming out again? Remind us. So Max is out um, July if
2: you're in the US. If you're in the UK, it's going to be out in autumn. Um, also working on a feature film with uh, Tara Ione. And okay. Aletha, yeah, Aletha Shepard, some dope people, uh, working on a TV series with Director X, that's been commissioned, it's an action, we are reinventing a big title, classic, um, that should be really exciting, and my first action TV series, Wow. Um, big budgets and explosions, for and over crazy here shit, or, for over international, here so it's been, it's okay. been commissioned over there, that's side. but we're going we're gonna to work with someone over here, we've got to figure out who, um, and shall, then, um I a few... shall i tell them shall i tell them is it me <laughs> yes okay, thank you thank you and thank then, you. uh doing uh developing a, a tv series with daps as well and um wow. doing some documentary series we're doing some documentaries with like kojo dave chapelle uh chronics um like a bunch of different comedy uh sorry. oh wow like, docu and comedy and music projects so how can a lot of stuff if
1: what's your expectations if someone was like oh my god i would love to be t- mentored i'd like to work with luti what are your expect how do people how do people do that because what are your expectations
2: i'm pretty damn accessible
1: i mean if
2: you're black and you're in the industry you can just holler at me and
1: And on that note brother thank you so much again and yeah we'll catch up in the real world one day soon yes and yes. yeah much appreciated right. thank you so much right. thank you take care yeah. bye Thank you